right, and we're back now. We're back. Uh, had to, you know, had to space it out a little bit, get some water, snack on a little something, and we had to prepare ourselves because word is all elite. At least for this episode of Word on Wrestling. Uh, I may go and, and, and do more Word is All Elite episodes of Word on Wrestling. Uh, I may not. Um, it all depends on the, the timing, the spacing. Like I kind of feel like it might work out better for me doing WWE and anything else I might have watched during the week as Word on Wrestling and then having NXT be its own thing and have AEW be its own thing and then just figuring out what day works best for AEW and what day works best for NXT. Like, obviously, um, doing AEW on a Wednesday or a Thursday, that, I mean, a lot of people do that, so I kind of don't want to have... I don't want to get lost in the shuffle, especially with more prominent podcasts already staking claim to those uh, to those days, essentially, like Wednesday and Thursday. A lot of the between Wednesday and Friday, a lot of like either going live on YouTube or Twitch and then having the podcast get uploaded Wednesday through Friday is typically the big three or the big four, if you will, or really the, now I, I say the big five. Uh, and then you also have, uh, you know, uh, the Ranger with their triple, triple headed monster uh, of, of wrestling podcasts. And then I have the five that I listen to, or at least try to listen to on a weekly basis. Sometimes, you know, they one might get lost in the shuffle or I might not finish a full episode, but, you know, public enemies, they go live right after dynamite. Um, and then their show, it, it, it's, it, it's usually in your podcast feed on Thursday. Um, then there's also black wrestling, black announced table wrestling realm in the a show. And, you know, they have their shows. I know A-Show, I believe, has multiple shows that come out on their feed. So, you know, that's, that that pretty much covers, like, Wednesday through through Friday, uh, basically. Because uh, I believe Black Wrestling goes live on Thursday nights. And I, I believe uh, a Black Announce Table records on Wednesday night. And then they have depending on your level of Patreon or whatever, you can get the episode early and get it on Thursday. And then you'll have the, if you don't have Patreon, you, you get the feed on Friday as, as per usual. Uh, so I just have to figure out where, where I want to put the show. 
typically basically basically for me is when I want to record because as soon as I record I'll publish it and it'll go onto the onto the uh onto the podcast feed. Now the plan is for me tomorrow is for me to record my my word botches for for all three shows. Uh as of right now I'm definitely doing one for Clash for Clash at the Castle. And obviously depending on how things go with uh Worlds Collide and with All Out, uh that should make three that I'll be recording. Uh what I'm thinking is I'll do Clash uh in the morning and get that out. And then I'm thinking in the early evening, I mean, excuse me, the early afternoon, early afternoon, like after 12, um, you know, get get some lunch in me or whatever. And uh, then I, I can do Worlds Collide. And then later on in the afternoon, like a couple of hours later, maybe four or five o'clock at the latest, I would say, uh, then I can do the the word watch for for all out uh, again that's all tentative uh but hopefully i can have those three videos uploaded to my youtube to go along with my uh my SummerSlam word watch and you know get the content and the 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 audio version of the word watches would also um get uploaded as well uh, so the audio would probably be available before the video. I'm not sure what the wardrobe is going to be looking like. I might have to pull out the Acknowledge Me shirt again, uh, <laughs> which I do need to get the actual Acknowledge Me shirt. Uh, like I said, me and Roman do have the same birthday, so I felt obligated to get the Acknowledge Me. It's my birthday uh, tee, um, and I did wear that my birthday weekend. <laughs> I got one picture, but, you know, um, I didn't want to post it on socials and I didn't want to crop people out, but, you know, my nieces were in it and my brother does not post, uh, my nieces, you know, online. He really doesn't post online anyway. And, uh, neither does my sister-in-law. So out of respect to them, I, I like, even though I was like, I was like, man, uh, but then, you know, my my stigmatism, I always kind of look like, I don't know, certain pictures I'm able to get it off. Like I'll take a picture of myself, which I, sh I guess I should have took one, but I guess we're so far removed from my birthday. I guess, you know, I'll uh, eventually put the shirt away because um, I think I'm going to give me some shirts for, um, I might get my brother a shirt and, and try to see what he has going on for either. Because I did find out that AEW is going to be out here in October. Um, and then of course, uh, raw, uh, is going to be out here the, the Monday after survivor series. Uh, so what I'm thinking about doing, which I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I'll be able to do it for, uh, for AEW. Um, most likely what I'll do is I'll just take the two days, take the Wednesday and the Thursday off, uh, maybe go out to I mean if I lived in Norfolk then it it, it would have been perfect then I could just you know go go to the scope well or go to the chartway center enjoy AEW and go back home but you know given the amount of time that the show was probably going to go for I might have to 
do some other shenanigans. And what I'll probably do is go out, uh, go out to Norfolk, uh, and, you know, hang out there, maybe get a room, hang out there, go to the show, go back to the room. Uh, and then Thursday, I'll just, I'll, you know, have Thursday off. At least that that's what I'm that that's what I'm thinking about doing because I mean I mean I really don't do too much else with my time as of yet um in terms of like any type of big vacation. Um like I do have some time, like I said, coming up at the end of this month, uh where I took like three days, uh Monday through Wednesday, and then I'm leaving an hour early, like that Friday, I believe, uh, to go to hopefully you know, see the jet game. Like I, I got everything booked. I just still have to pay for the hotels. Uh, like I, I did two hotels. Kind of had to do it that way because I, I, like when I was thinking about the the logistics, um, I was like, okay, yeah, let me. Based off where I'm coming into, I was like, well, let me right away as soon as I get in, let me go. As soon as I get in from the train, let me just go and let me get as close to the stadium as possible for uh, the hotel. That way I don't have to do that much traveling on that Sunday uh, to get to the stadium and then having to get away from the stadium where I can at least I can be close. And then I figure, okay, that Monday, then I can go ahead since my train doesn't leave till Tuesday. So I was like, all right, that Monday I can get back to the city with it where I'll be needing to get the train from and, you know, check into a hotel there for 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 that Monday. And then I can go ahead and since I'm close to the train, I can potentially go to Brooklyn, go to New York, uh, go to other parts of New Jersey if I so chose at least that Monday and just make it like a little mini type of sightseeing the old neighborhood, old places that I've been, you know, uh, <laughs> my 42 years of living and, and, you know, just, just enjoy the day. Maybe go, go to see if one of my old restaurants, see if one of the old restaurants, one of the old stores, uh, maybe the pizza shop or the Chinese food. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't go to any fancy restaurants or nothing like that, but you know, I can probably go get me a get me a slice of New York pizza, or or more specifically, a, a slice of Brooklyn pizza. Uh, just got to see who's who's actually open. Um, basically, uh, maybe get a game of bowling in that Bedford Bowl. Take a look at where uh, Ebbets Field used to be, stuff like that. Go look at my old schools. Sit on my old stoop, you know. Things a forty-two-year-old would do. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody would bother me, you know. Seeing, just you know, like, hey, man, look, I'm on vacation. If I mean, if they if they ever approach me, but I don't think I, I'm not doing anything where 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 I think anybody would um where I think anybody would bother me. Uh, but yeah, man, we're gonna go ahead and get into this all-out card, man, and 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 yeah, man. Like, I don't know, man. I don't I don't know what to say. Um, I just hope I just hope that it I just hope that it delivers. I feel like it's gonna deliver. I know a lot of the a the 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 true like the true hardcore AEW fans are like really going ballistic over all fifteen matches. And I'm kind of just like 
pump your brakes a little bit. Because all 15 of these matches, uh, that's four on, on zero hour, which is the pre-show. It used to be called the buy-in, but now that he has ROH, because uh, I believe ROH was at the, was like the, that was where All In, that, that's who was behind All In, although there was no like ROH branding, but they had zero hour. And then obviously on, like if you followed ROH pay-per-views, zero hour is that first hour of the paper they consider it's not a, it's not a pre-show to them to roh it's it's the it's basically it's the first hour of the pay-per-view is free it's how roh built zero hour so now it looks like going forward unless they keep it for double or nothing they keep it as the buy-in um which i really don't see an issue with having it as the buy-in for uh as the pay-per-view as the you know that that first hour of of the pay-per-view so i mean but it is what it is they they have opted to they have opted to as i uh search around to see if i can uh let's see make sure that the volume isn't on the tv and then we're gonna go ahead and fire up peacock as we speak as we speak because it is after three o'clock eastern and uh i mean granted i don't think there's any matches but i believe there ended up there was a match on from what i've come to find out there was a match on the on the kickoff show or the pre-show for clash at the castle uh which i will uh hopefully uh be able uh to go back and watch uh which I, I I'm pretty sure I shouldn't have any issues uh, if it's not available on Peacock. It, it should be available on YouTube. Uh, but I will definitely go back and watch the. Um, I will definitely go back and, and at least watch the match, if not all of the. Uh, if if not if not going back to watch all of all of what was going on on the panel but yeah it's just like um i'm gonna go ahead and get ready to I'm going to get ready to get into this. It's just, I want to see, I want to see where, or maybe does the pre-show not start at three? Oh yeah, there it is. Starting in 23 minutes. Okay. So it's starting at 3.30 uh, for Worlds Collide. Um, so... All right, so we we got some time. We, we got some time. We can we can we can uh, and even then, the actual show doesn't start till four. So I mean, we should still be. Uh, we should we should still be good to go on that front, but uh, let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about it. We, we, let's even let's let's start with the pre-show. 
and and then and then I guess we can we can make our way around, um, cause it kind of I guess it kind of has a certain type of order to it, um. So I guess I guess we'll we'll just snake around. Would probably be the best way to do it. Um. The Triple I or Triple A World Mixed Tag Team Championship match is going to be on Zero Hour. Uh, and there's another match that's going to be on Zero Hour. And, you know, so one guy in this match and one guy in that match were actually supposed to be on the main card of All Out. Things were said that by one of them that the other one did not agree with. Uh, the one that said the words felt that the person that didn't like him saying those words should have told him not to say those words. So one got punched in the face, apparently, or at least pie-faced, at minimum. I believe pie face was the term, but a lot of people are saying there was a punch. That he got punched in the face. But, you know, I guess they didn't want it to sound bad. So they said, you know, some people are saying that he pie-faced them. Mushed them, if you will. Uh, so now, instead of these two wrestling on the main card, they are in separate matches on the pre-show. On Zero Hour. And the first guy in question, the guy that ran his mouth, Sammy Guevara, Trashy Trash Vera, as I like to call him, is going to be teaming up with his wife, Tay Mello, the former Tay Conti. I guess Mello is Sammy's real, is his name Sammy? Uh, that's interesting. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to be defending the titles against Ortiz and Ruby Soho. Now, a lot of people used to get mad and, you know, talk a lot about, you know, WWE having rematches. Now, I don't recall if the, if this match was on back-to-back rampages, but they had a match on rampage, if not last week, the week before last, for the same AAA or AAA World Mixed Tag Team Championships. And Sammy and Sammy and Tay retained. Then they had a match Friday night inside the same building that they're going to be in tonight. I'm guessing the titles were not on the line this time because there's another thing that happened that people used to give or still give, maybe maybe used to give, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, I'll say used to give, uh, WWE Flag 4, and that is 50-50 booking. And that is also uh, champions losing non-title matches. Now, granted, these are not AEW titles, but these are titles held from another company inside of AEW by AEW performers that AEW performers from time to time defend. 
So I'm gonna count it. But yeah, you know, Ruby Soho and Ortiz, they 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 won on Friday on Rampage. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I I, I was hoping that I I was gonna have, be able to get the time in there and uh, be able to watch it. But unfortunately, you know, so I'm not gonna critique any type of matches. But and I, and I really didn't get a good look at at the first match. But that's two matches that they had on Rampage. Um, excuse me, I'm drinking some water. Um, so yeah. Can they pull it off? Can they win on back-to-back? Can they can they go back-to-back? Can Ortiz and Ruby Soho go back-to-back? I don't think they will. I mean, I don't uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe Ortiz and, and, and Ruby win. That depends on 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 if they're gonna wrestle in in, in Mexico or not, right? Because I mean, if AAA wants them to defend the titles, I mean, they got to be able to go ahead and get to Mexico and get that done. So I think I think Tay and Sammy are probably going to retain. So now we have another match with the other guy that was involved. This man is Eddie Kingston, and apparently, and I mean not apparently because he did wrestle him. Um, I don't know what show it was, but on New, New Japan, you know, had there had an event, and at said event. It was Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. And they are billing this as Ishii versus Kingston 2. And Ishii won the match in New Japan. So I would imagine that Kingston is going to win the match in AEW. They could have had this match at Forbidden Door. But that's neither here nor there. Maybe because the New Japan show was before Forbidden Door, I I, I can't recall. Um, but yeah, Kingston was the one that pie faced or punched Sammy Guevara, aka Trashy Trashy Trashvara, in the face. Uh, so so far there's really not much interest in watching the pre-show. Because, I mean, really, I mean, every, that's why, I mean, WWE this time, they had, they, they had a match for the first time in the longest on the uh, kickoff show, uh, from what I'm hearing. And it wasn't, to my knowledge, it wasn't advertised because normally you would see, they would get the same type of like card graphic, like the same, the same way that, that, that AEW has done with zero hour. With with all four matches, mind you, um, so yeah, like I mean, I'm gonna watch it because it's wrestling and and it's gonna go into the show that 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 I want to watch, and I'm not doing anything else for the most part tonight. Um, like tomorrow, I'll you know try to see what what's going on family wise. If there's anybody cooking out, you know, see if I can get me a plate grab some leftovers, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, that's the, the typical thing that you do from Memorial Day weekend to Labor Day weekend. 
Uh, so like pretty much, what is it? It's you got you got Memorial Day weekend in May, you got Juneteenth weekend in June, and then you got Fourth of July weekend in July, and then August is kind of well, I guess Labor Day because it's the start that the There are some weekends where majority of Labor Day weekend is in August. So I guess you can give Labor Day August. Um, but yeah, you know, four prime, four prime cookout weekends. You know, anywhere from anywhere from about a month apart to a couple of weeks apart. Like when you look at Juneteenth and 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 and, and, and July fourth, and then from July fourth to Labor Day is probably is probably a month to five weeks, depending on how how the how the how the calendar falls, in terms of when Labor Day is, because you know that's it's, it's the, the the first uh, Monday uh, in September, so yeah. You know, if nothing's going on, then I'll definitely be able to really maybe get get the word watch stuff out earlier. It just all depends on 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 on, on what I do. You know. Uh, then we have our first, to my knowledge, our first AEW All Atlantic Championship defense inside of AEW. They made a big deal about this title, and then all of a sudden, they're showing clips of Pac defending this title anywhere but AEW. And it's kind of like, eh, okay. Chip is following him around the world. Okay. So they're finally going to do something with Kip. He finally took the stupid box off his head. There's probably people that don't even know that he was even in the crowd. Like the the the, the diehards that follow, 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 follow AEW obviously knew about it, but nobody really knew where it was going. Because I would think the man that I would be going after would be Miro, honestly. But for whatever reason, Kip decides, I'm going to put this box on my head. And he just was like randomly at, you know, all the different dynamites and, you know, whatever. And sometimes you could see him, sometimes you couldn't. It wasn't really a big thing, but then they started pointing him out. So once they started pointing him out, it was like, oh, okay, they're they're letting him do something. Because before he was being ignored. So it kind of was like, oh, it's like he's going into business for himself. So it'll seem like it's long-term booking, but nah, it's it's not. Because he, he just now started following Pac around. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, Kip's not winning that match. <laughs> uh, the final match on Zero Hour... Like, I'm not sure what match would go on last for Zero Hour. I would imagine it would be the AEW All-Atlantic Championship to get people hyped up to come into the pay-per-view. Um, and then I would say the the World Mixed Tag Team Championship match is probably going to open Zero Hour. And then you, you can have, like, the quick 
I mean, then you can have Ishii and, and Kingston. Well, now nah, you probably want to separate. Yeah, just in case, you know, Kingston's coming down as, you know, you don't want them uh, crossing paths. And then you get a little real quick FTW championship match. You get Hook, you know, choking out Cool Hand, Angelo Parker. You know, if you do, yeah, you're probably saying who, because nobody's really caught on to these guys' names. I only know his name right now because I'm looking at the because I'm looking at the match graphic. Um, but to their credit, I I I I forgot what their names were in in WWE when they were Ever Rise. Uh, the only thing I remember is Ever Rise in 2.0, honestly. Um, so yeah, yeah. You know, Red Rum, cool hand. He's going to use that cool hand to tap out real quick. And then we get to All Out. Now, here is where things start to get interesting. Mind you, not everything I'm going to be, you know, gung-ho about. But one thing that I am, I I, I, I do want to see, despite, how I, despite my feelings about the guy, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs, not the biggest fan of Powerhouse Hobbs, uh, I thought he was okay till, you know, you know, everybody likes to, you know, give their own experiences about things like, uh, for example, if, 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 if a neighbor of your, like, a, like, a, like, like somebody gets arrested for drugs or something and then their neighbor is like, oh, you never would have known he's such a nice person. You know, he helped me carry my groceries into the house. Well, what does that have to do with him selling drugs? You know what I'm saying? Or God forbid if they killed somebody inside the home and they're like coming out and they're like, yeah, this guy's a murderer and this, that, and the third. And then they talk to the neighbors. Oh, man, he used to give my dog treats. I would be walking my dog and, you know, he would have like, he doesn't even own dogs, but, you know, like. He saw that I like like I don't know like like the neighborhood is you know has a lot of has a lot of homes that 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 has dogs so you know he started you know getting like doggy biscuit treats and stuff and he would see somebody walking their dog and you know he like hey can I you know give the dog a treat and you know the dog you know all the dogs they took they were nice you know they you know friendly very friendly very friendly with them. That's what I feel like this situation is, man. Because it's like, and then a lot of people want to sweep it. Like, I don't know. I, I have a long memory. You know, so when certain people do things like 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 Hobbs uh, and, 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 and Captain, Captain Jobberdine. Like, I felt like. I would have thought you would I would I would have thought that they would have been allies of of Swole when when she came out and said her piece. And she didn't even say anything malicious or anything like that and I'm not saying they didn't attack her or nothing like that. So I mean that would have been a whole nother story. But I I wonder if they did attack her how people would have how people would put, would perceive would look at these two um Hobbs and Dean but you know it wasn't like an it wasn't an attack but they came out with their experiences going oh man you know things have been great but then you also had to look at these are guys but i mean they're still black but you know and 
black people still aren't getting the representation. Like a lot of people are trying to point out on this card. Like, oh, look at all the black people. Because what's that? Four, six, seven, eight, nine, nine black people on the card. And, and to, to, they're all on the main card, actually. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are ten, ten, ten black people. So people are equating that on a 15 match card. Yo, we got 10 black people on the show. You you black fans better not say a word. And it's just like, all right, you know, whatever you say, but one, two, three, four, five, six, eight of them are wrestling each other. One is teaming with his old, because he's, he was a more, he's a veteran probably further along than any of the other black talent that is on the show tonight. And he's teaming up with former, you know, in the music industry, we say label mates, but you know, former roster mates impact, you know what I'm saying? And then the other one, he just, it's a ladder match. And he's one of the, most athletic, high-flying wrestlers that they have in the company. And looking at who they put in the match, it was like, well, why not put him in the match? Because we all have a feeling that looking at the seven people that they already announced for the match, pretty much three of them are tag teams or at least stable mates for the six out of the seven that were already named. And then you would have to think that the Joker is either going to be Adam Cole or MJF. I'm jumping ahead of myself, but I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah. Give me Ricky Starks beating, beating Will Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs. But that's just, that's just me coming off the cuff of who I'm rooting for. But if I had to predict the winner, did I predict the winner for? Yeah, I did predict the winner for all the zero hour matches. What I said. Rooting for Ortiz and Ruby, predicting Tay and Sammy. Uh, rooting for Eddie, predicting Eddie. Rooting for Pac, predicting Pac. Uh, rooting for Hook, predicting Hook. Rooting for Starks, predicting Hobbs. I do feel like Starks will get his get back at, in, in the full gear tournament. Um, the world type, the world eliminator tournament, which hopefully that's a thing still. Um, but I feel like that that's how that's going to go now. Rooting for the acclaim, surprisingly, is, is what I'll be doing tonight uh, against 52 on our glory. Uh that is um, 
52 Strickland and Keith Lee. I thought if they were going to do this match that it was going to be a triple threat. But I guess seeing as they did two triple threats prior where they had they had the uh, 52 in our glory young uh, no 52 in our glory Jurassic in Jurassic Express in Starks and Hobbs they did that triple threat and Jurassic Express was able to retain. Then the Young Bucks won the titles. Then they did another triple threat with Young Bucks, 52 in our glory, and Starks and Hobbs. So I was thinking, because they kept bragging about none of the top five wanted smoke with them. So other teams would step up. Private Party would step up. By the time the match happened a week later, Private Party was ranked number five. So then they take it upon themselves and they save the acclaimed from the gun club. And they said they did it because they wanted to challenge the acclaimed to a title match. And, yeah, this feels more like a match that should have been a triple threat to also include the gun club. Because I feel like 52 in our glory came out of nowhere. And that's not how the tag team champions should feel. It's like everybody is ignoring them. Like, they don't even care that you have these titles. Everybody has their own agendas, own agendas within the tag division and amongst their own former teams where they're like, or they or they have a third person with them and they're like, you know what? Instead of going after two belts, let's go after three belts and get inside this tournament. And then the teams got eliminated from the tournament and either disappeared back to dark or dark, dark elevation or they said, you know what? You know, we're gonna keep this three man crew together in the case of House of in the case of House of Black. Or, hey, uh, I'm gonna go over ahead and go over here and defend and finally defend my singles championship that I have. Why don't you guys go fight over a poker chip? Or hey, uh, let's kick out let's kick my brother out the group. And then we're gonna go fight over a poker chip. So, I mean, it's just like, all right. I mean, what else do you, what, I mean, like, what else do you want me to say? What else do you want me to say? What else do you want me to do? Um, I feel like 52 in our glory is going to retain, but like, 
I'm 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 rooting for and I'm gonna be predicting the acclaimed to walk out of this as because I feel like 52 and our glory was not meant to be a permanent thing. Um and it's not a situation where you can drag it out uh, longer than expected, like which like like they did with uh, Page and Omega. Because I feel like had it not been for the pandemic, Page and Omega would have lost the, the, the tag titles way sooner than what they did. But due to the pandemic, you know, obviously they 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 ended up holding on to those holding on to those titles for longer, and then you know uh, FTR. You know, FTR came and you know did what they did for a month, held the titles. Probably the best, the best that the titles have looked uh, in AEW, uh, with them bringing teams up and you know they've given every team and probably every team that they've wrestled in AEW their their best tag team match in AEW and possibly inside their career. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, Tony Khan, the acclaimed is his idea. So I guess that's why the acclaimed is looked at above like a private party. So yeah, I'm going with I'm going with new tag team champions tonight with the acclaimed. Uh, let's see, coming back around, we get to the casino ladder match. We have ROH World Champion Claudio Castagnoli. We have ROH Pure Champion Wheeler Yuta. By the way, he's losing that belt to Daniel Garcia Wednesday on Dynamite in Buffalo. It writes itself. Uh, Pentagon or Penta El Scudero or Penta El Zero Medo. Phoenix or Ray Phoenix. Roosh. Andrade El Idolo and Dante Martin. And then there's a Joker. Again, like I said, I believe the Joker has to either be Adam Cole or MJF. If the Joker is Adam Cole or MJF, Adam Cole or MJF is winning that poker chip and they will be getting the title shot. Now, I don't know how far along you can drag it out. Usually, they do the title shot on the next pay-per-view. I mean, excuse me, not the next pay-per-view. They usually do the title shot on the next on the next episode of Dynamite, which would be the Dynamite in Buffalo. I don't know. I think if you have an MJF or an Adam Cole win the poker chip, you string it along a little bit longer, and you put that title match on at Grand Slam. Or if you want to utilize that match in the war, the Tuesday night war that we're going to be having, I'm using uh, quotation marks, air quotes, uh, with my fingers, uh, the Tuesday night wars, uh, you could have that match take place on October 18th on on Tuesday night dynamite. Uh, Now, if... For whatever reason, the Joker is anybody else. I mean, I'm not sure who else it could be as far as um, either coming through the Forbidden Door or being a new signee to AEW or being somebody else that's returning or somebody else that hasn't been on TV in a while. I feel like, I mean, I really 
can't. I really don't know who it could be. So, I mean, outside of Adam Cole and MJF, I feel like this is Andrade's match to lose. Like, if that Joker is not one of Adam, because I thought it would, I thought it would have been, I thought Adam Page had a shot at it, but the story that he was in it, obviously, for the most part, was going to lead to him um, being being that third that third man in, in inside the, the, the uh on the Dark Orders trios team. Now whether or not he turns on Dark Order tonight, that's a whole nother story. Um but yeah, as far as known participants and not knowing who the Joker is, I would have to pick Andrade. But if the Joker is anyone out of either Adam Cole or MJF, oh, Orange Cassidy, that's another one. But I, I don't see him winning the poker chip. Um, but yeah, give me give me Andrade if the Joker isn't Adam Cole or MJF. Otherwise, give me the Joker to win if it's one of those two. Uh, we have our first of three, our first of Trace trios matches. And neither of these teams was even in the trios tournament. FTR and Wardlaw. FTR. They have Trace or a trio of tag belts. Triple A, Triple A, IWGP, uh, New Japan, and ROH or Ring of All Elite, All Elite Honor, and they haven't been. the The thought would have been, hey, do a quadruple or nothing, because they did a triple or nothing. Do a quadruple or nothing match, which there's no real match. It's just the tagline for the match, but it's a regular match. But it's quadruple or nothing because you're putting all four, you know, championships on the line. The Triple I, the AEW, the IWGP, and the ROH tag titles. FTR versus Young Bucks. But no. So now they're teaming with the TNT champion Warlow. And you know, this this match well, is a, it got upgraded because you added the Motor City Machine Guns in place of Satnam Singh and, and Sanjay Dutt uh to team with Jay Lethal, but come on. This smells of Jay Lethal taking the pin. Warlow is gonna pin him again. Like like it, it just makes sense. Like, the only other option would be Motor City Machine Guns getting a pin on either Dax or Cash. And then they fight them for the ROH Tag Team titles. Because I believe, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, uh, both Motor City Machine Guns have ROH, have history within ROH. So, but I'm going to stick with Wardlow, you know, doing his thing and, and, and pinning Jay Lethal. 
then we have Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. This is probably the second match out of 15 matches in the second match out of nine that I actually have some intrigue with. Not really big into Jungle Boy. I do understand. I, I, I do acknowledge his athleticism, but Christian Cage is it, it will, will will go down as one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Really, don't know where I would slot him in terms of a top five or a top ten or a top twenty or anything like that. But even during his singles run, because there have been a lot of tag team uh, wrestlers that I've liked, and the tag team split up. That person fell by the wayside, and they fell out of favor with me in terms of being one of my favorite wrestlers. Watching as I watched them wrestle singles, whether it was maybe they didn't get the opportunities that they should have got, I don't know. But a lot of tag team wrestlers don't stick around in my favorite wrestlers of all time list, like a Christian Cage and a Shelton Benjamin. And, and, and you know, it is what it is. It's kind of just how, it's kind of just how the business goes. It all depends on where you are and what opportunities you are given, how visible you are, what type of lasting impressions you have left on people. And I mean, I really can't see Jungle Boy winning the first match. So, obviously, my rooting interest is going to be with Christian Cage. And, you know, this go-around, my prediction is that Christian Cage is going to win. Because I feel like this wouldn't be settled until... Until, like, a second match. Or a third match, even. Maybe the full gear tournament. Uh, Maybe Jungle Boy will give Christian Cage his comeuppance. Uh, you know, it happened before, you know, the uh, Casino Battle Royale, but it wasn't like a blood feud or nothing like that. So, you know, it is what it is. It was what it was. Uh, then we go to our first of two women's title matches, which would be the TBS Championship with Jade Cargill defending against Athena. I don't see Jay Cargill losing anytime soon. I don't see Jay Cargill losing until they decide to put the woman's title on her. So whether or not that means she loses a match and drops the TBS title and then goes after the woman's title. I kind of see her going into the women's championship match as the TBS champion because her going in as the TBS champion is going to be her ticket essentially to her getting the title shot and that match you have to do it sometime in 2023 and i would go as far as saying you have to do it at double or nothing like uh i'm not sure what you do at full gear i'm not sure what you do on any of the specials like Grand Slam or like this final battle of the belts. And if you do any battle of the, if battle of the belts continues in 2023, I imagine that it will, but hopefully they come to their senses and do something like what NXT is doing with Halloween Havoc, where they're taking it from being a special episode of the TV show and they're turning it into a PLE this year. I would hope 
that they that 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 AEW does something similar. I mean, obviously it's still a TV special, but and then hopefully that means that it that the show's not stuck on like Saturday night. So you can take a blood and guts, you can take a winter is coming, you can take a grand slam, you can take whatever the fourth one would be, and you can put it on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night. Or, you know, instead of having the regular dynamite, you can shift to, I mean, as long as it's not basketball season or hockey season or or baseball playoffs, like you can play with that. You can, you can have, you can still have dynamite on, on that Wednesday and then, you know, come back that Thursday and be live with it. Be live with it. Be live with that special show, with that blood and guts. I don't know. It is what it is, but I got Jade retaining. That, that That's really no question about it. And then we have our second of three, or dose of trace. Trios matches. House of Black against Darby Island, Sting, and Mero. Now, this one makes a little bit more sense than the first one. And um, I kind of want House of Black to win this, honestly. I don't think that they will because I feel like they're doing something with Miro. Hopefully, they're doing something with Miro. And then, of course, Darby Allen, for the most part, always seems to beat the odds. Um, But, you know, him and Miro, they seem cool right now, but... I mean, who can forget the beating that Mero put on on Darby Allen to win the TNT Championship in the first place? Um, so I don't know if any of that will come into play, but I feel like one of these teams has, which more so that would be House of Black, has to establish themselves as being dominant because you want to start lining up teams. For the elite, spoiler alert, (laughs) Uh, for their trio's title run. So, I was, so, you know, House of Black, Death Triangle, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn, possibly, uh, the Gun Club with Ethan Page, or or with W. Morrissey, most likely. Like there's a lot of things that you can do with it with with the trios division. It's just a matter of how much time you're gonna give it once the elites, once Young Bucks and Omega, once they drop the belts to somebody, will that division still be a priority? Because you can talk about before the titles came on the scene and all the trios matches. But that wasn't a division a division being built. That was just, hey, we got six guys. We got six guys from this group. We got six, uh, excuse me, three guys from this group, three guys from this group that want to fight. So that's what you went ahead and did. But now you have your dedicated division. So it's like, okay. Now we need to see what they're going to do. Are they really going to build this division? 
So a House of Black Victory, I feel, would go a long way to doing that. Obviously, you know, Darby or Miro or, you know, however you work it out, one of those guys would have to eat the pen because uh, it doesn't make sense for Sting to eat the pen. Oh, oh, yes. Toxic Attraction is on my screen. Um, sorry. <laughs> but, you know, Gigi Dolan is like in the middle of my screen. JC is on the one side of her. And Mandy is on the other side of her. And yeah. They have their own tag team partners that are on display right now. Even to JC, but more so Mandy and Gigi are really showing the tag team partners right now. <laughs> oh, well, my bad, man. Um, I'm supposed to be talking about a woman's interim uh, uh, title match. Um. And I have uh, the pre uh, the kickoff show here on mute. Okay, okay, all right, oh. all right. They're showing a promo for the for the for the woman's uh, unification. Uh, wow, and yeah, Blair Davenport, aka Bree Priestley, is inside this match. And uh, AEW fans, uh, I, I believe you know her because she used to kick Britt Baker's ass. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have Tony Storm, former NXT UK Women's Champion, May Young Classic winner. Definitely thought she was on her way to winning the NXT Women's title, but it just didn't happen for her. Uh, she did get a cup of coffee uh, and a pie to the face uh, on SmackDown. Um, not sure. I mean, people were alluding to that being one of the reasons why she decided to leave, uh, except for the fact that she did also hit Charlotte in the face with a pie. So that's a that that's a stupid reason for her to leave NXT or excuse me, leave w, leave WWE. But you know, whatever, whatever. People have their their narratives and stuff like that. There's people that out there that are saying, you know. Oh, wow. I got about 10 minutes to get this wrapped up. Um, but yeah, so Tony Storm, Britt Baker, or Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, whatever, Dr. Uh, MID, whatever, uh, Jamie Hayter, and they found Hikaru Shida. Like, Hikaru Shida was gone so long, she found time to actually go and win another championship. Uh, the Wave Joshi title, I believe. I'm not sure the exact name, but I know those. It's she wanted it. I believe. I believe the Wave or Wave is 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 the promotion in Japan that where she won the championship. And yeah, I, I really can't see her or Jamie Hader winning this title. Like this has to either be the crowning moment for Tony Storm, or or Britt Baker wins it again, and then Tony Storm wins it off of her later. Because apparently the original plan was for Tony Storm to beat Thunder Rosa tonight and walk out as the champion. And is somebody coming to the ring right now? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. All right, so we still got time. Like I said, we got about 10 minutes. Uh, yeah. Uh, as much as I want to say... As much as I want to say Tony Storm, I'm going to go with Britt Baker becoming the two-time champ, and then she's going to drop it to Tony Storm later, hopefully. 
uh, let's hope that that's how that goes down. Uh, let's see, let's see. Got three matches left. We got the American Dragon Brian Danielson against Lionheart Chris Jericho. If you, if you are one of those people that makes fun of the NXT quote unquote game show, you need to go watch the first ever episode. The first main event is rookie, Mrs. Rookie, Daniel Bryan, taking on the world heavyweight champion, Wade Barrett's pro, Chris Jericho. And that's all I'll say about that. That might be the first show that that, that we cover uh, on our... Um, On our back to the NXT. Um, yeah. And we'll kind of move around. We won't go with, like, stick with, you know, go season one, season two, season three, season four, season five, and then go into whatever else happened, and then go into the, uh, the I believe, the WWE.com years, and then from there, go to the WWE Network years and then go to the USA Network years. We're not going to do nothing like that. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll like, we'll, we'll be in order, but it'll be like a certain type of order. Like, okay, this week is NXT. This week is NXT UK. And then, you know, kind of move on as we go along, you know, do it, you know, but I feel like Daniel Bryan has to win this match. Like, Jericho, he can afford the loss, honestly. Like, there's really nothing else. Like, he, there, there's no need for Jericho to win, honestly. Uh, and, you know, Daniel Bryan, he's been doing the JOBs, man. Like, had, he had the two, the, the, the two time limit, the two time limit draws with, with Omega and, and, um, and Page. And then he, and then he lost, and then he lost the Page. He took the L at Anarchy in the arena. Uh, he took an L to Daniel Garcia, and then he beat Daniel Garcia two falls to one. Like, Brian Danielson is in need of a defining victory for himself. He also lost to John Moxley prior to uh, Blackpool Comedy Club starting up. So, yeah. Give me... Give me Brian Danielson. And let's see if Jericho can turn back the clock. But. Yeah. I guess that would be three. But I'm I'm going to say two and a half matches that I'm interested in. Well. I'm kind of interested in the latter match. So let's say three and a half to four. So five, I mean, you can, you can even go up to five because Moxley and Punk. So what's that? Five, that's five out of 15. One, that's 33% of the, of the show that, that I'm interested in. Um, uh, Omega in the Bucks against Paige in the Dark Order. Everybody knows that the elite is walking out of here with these titles. Tony Khan didn't want to debut these titles until Kenny Omega was able to return. 
So, I mean, Paige in the Dark Order winning the titles. Bleh. Not really feeling it. Like, I would rather see Paige turn on Dark Order tonight and rejoin the Elite before seeing Paige in the Dark Order as the trio's champions. And I don't know, it felt like a cop-out. Like, for Evil Uno to get taken out the way he got taken out, it fell flat to me. It felt, it felt, it was, I don't know. Like, you know, Paige could have just been Silver and Reynolds' partner in the first place. Like, I know Ten got injured, so you can't, but it feels like that the the trajectory, he, he would have gotten, quote unquote, wink, wink, injured anyway, the same way Evil Uno got injured if he was, if it was to go down that way. So I think the end game, because, I mean, come on, you can't have Adam Page not be on especially when you only have four pay-per-views a year. You can't have Adam Page, who they really look highly of, who they who they put in prominent spots. You can't have a pay-per-view unless he's away like an MJF. You can't have a pay-per-view without him being on it. Like it 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 it, it, it doesn't make sense. So yeah. I got the elite winning. I'm pretty sure everybody else does. And then John Moxley and CM Punk. CM Punk's getting his belt back. I don't know. It just is. It just is. That that's just how it is. I don't think he should have lost it in the first place. Like I think the plan, unless somebody came up with the idea of oh, let's play into my foot injury. I don't know. I thought they were gonna go with the sixty, you know, the 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 this what they call it, a uh, broad uh, Broadway, sixty minute Broadway. I thought they were gonna do that on Dynamite, but then obviously once Punk does the whole thing with his foot, and then Moxley just mollywops him and takes him out, and it's the three count. So it's like, okay. Eh. It felt a little real, but eh. I was never big on Mox being champ. I wasn't even big on Moxley beating Jericho. Like, I figured there could have been other people that could have beat Jericho um, to become AEW world champion. And try as they may, try as they might with Moxley. And granted, he got hit with you know, being a champion when there was barely anybody in the arenas or for, you know, if there was people in the arenas, they were going to the same arena. So I imagine that a lot of the locals were there, like similar to how NXT has it, even though they do have it open to where you go on Facebook or whatever else you do, uh, you can actually, uh, to get to the performance center and then they do have some shows, uh, Throughout Florida from time to time, they do maybe about two, three shows a week during the week. 
where they'll go to some other some other cities um, and do house shows. But for the most part, the same people show up at Full Sail. The same people show up at the Performance Center. And I believe that's how Daly's place was getting. Um, like, unless somebody decided to take a vacation and say, oh, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to go to see uh, AEW. So, you know, they, they book their trip and, you know, they go down there. But for the most part, I imagine it was a lot of Jacksonville locals that were going to those shows once, you know, the crowds were able to be let in. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, eh, a lot of people, a lot of people like John Moxley. I like the person, I guess, in a way, kind of, sort of, but his character this Moxley guy, I don't know, I couldn't get into Moxley. Like, and then when I think about it, when I look at it, it's like, I feel like Moxley is the unfiltered version of Dean Ambrose. Like, I think if Moxley got filtered, I would be able to enjoy him more. But, yeah, we're about to go ahead and watch this Worlds Collide, man. And, like I said, that's probably going to go from four to seven, I would say. And then you're looking at seven to about midnight is going to be AEW-related. So, hopefully I can watch the whole thing. And then from there, I can kind of plot out my Monday and see what I'm going to do as far as word, uh, as far as my word watches. And uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely got to go because it looks like we're starting off with the North American Championship. Uh, Carmelo Hayes defending against Ricochet. And I really do need to see if 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 Carmelo Hayes puts Ricochet on a T-shirt. And it won't be designer. (laughs) But yeah, man, this has been Jerome Says Word. Here comes the Thin Now and Forever for, uh, here comes the Thin Now and Forever. Uh, For the AEW fans that don't like NXT, go ahead and enjoy this preview of, uh, of All Out. For the ones that are watching along with me, enjoy. Word out.